everyone and welcome to the Industry Insiders podcast, the show brought to you by Edinburgh College, which gives you expert advice and inspiration whatever your career goal. I'm Heather and this episode is about radio broadcasting. You might recognise this episode's guest from your drive home from college or work and this broadcaster has been helping entertain us for around 20 years on radio stations across the UK and right now he is the star of Fourth One's Home Run. Welcome to the Industry Insiders podcast presenter and broadcaster Mickey Gavin. Hi, nice to meet you. Hello. Yeah. You just made me sound really old there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a wealth of experience. That's exactly I was just a child when I started obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't wait to hear um, more about you. So, first of all, how um, how did you get into radio? What made you want to do it? It was it was a weird thing. It was um, I, th- I think the first time I remember actually listening to the radio I was probably about five years old and mm-hmm. had a, a little radio that I, I got for my birthday. And ever since then I was absolutely hooked and it's just mm-hmm. always what I wanted to do. Wow, okay. Um, and my, my first trip to a radio station um, was to Forth uh, when I was, I think it was nine or ten years old. Oh my God, so and you were still at school? Yeah, I was, wow. I was still primary school. And there was a, it was, I was brought up in Glenrothes and mm-hmm. um, one of the local roundtable charities or something were doing some sort of... Um, making a child's dream come true, right? So obviously all these kids are saying, we want to go to Disneyland and we want to meet Mickey Mouse, all that stuff. And I'm like, I'd love to go to Radio 4. So they're like, yeah, <laughs> we'll do that one. That's an easy one. So yeah, that was my first trip. Which, my gosh, amazing. So it was really, really young then. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This, the place hasn't changed at all either. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going back to school then, you say mm-hmm. it was school that kind of initiated it. What did you study at school? What were you into? Um, at school, I was into, uh, I wasn't in sport, as you can probably see, but I was uh, into English and languages. That was the kind of side of things. I was mm-hmm. hopeless at anything scientific or maths or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's so. more into communication. Yeah, pretty chatting, much. Yeah. You couldn't shut me up, really. Great. Obviously, you now work at Fourth One. What are some of the typical jobs that you'd find at a radio station? Oh, um, there's all sorts. I mean, it's from... Um, you know, you've got people who are making the commercials, um, mm-hmm. people who are writing the commercials who will basically come up with a script. You've got somebody else who makes it. Um, you'll have your engineers who are sorting out all the technical stuff day to day, whether that be problems in the studio with the, the playout system or microphones or setting up outside broadcasts or that, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got all your journalists uh, for news, you know, readers and reporters. Mm-hmm. Um, and your sales team, there's a million salespeople. <laughs> um, so they're going out, they're selling the commercials, they're selling the sponsorship and mm-hmm. bringing in the money that, that keeps us getting paid. Okay. Then you've also got your charity people. We've got a big cash for kids team as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than that, it's probably your management. And I'll bet I've left somebody out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on a kind of more daily, weekly basis, who are the people that you work with more closely? Um, I work closely with, with Michael. He's our, our content director. So mm-hmm. um, he, over sees um, what comes out the speakers really at fourth. Okay. Um, so we'll have a catch up on a daily basis and right. you know, he'll say what are you doing today on the show mm-hmm. um, and we'll just go through a couple of things mm-hmm. and then he'll listen back as well once a week or maybe mm-hmm. twice a week and just kind of point out a few things that, that we've done on the show. Okay. Um, so mostly in contact with him and news as well because we, we sit in the same the same room so we can mm-hmm. speak to them find out what's going on mm-hmm. and do you have quite a lot of control on the content in your show or yeah um the the music that we've got um we have a group playlist um which all bauer media stations use mm-hmm. um so the music is already laid out for us yeah um but the bits in between basically are your own and you've just free rain to, yeah <laughs> to, to a certain extent <laughs> okay <laughs> to a point i mean that there's certain places where they say um you know, like make this a short link here, or this could be longer, mm-hmm. or you know, that kind of thing. Okay. You, you maybe got 
um, certain points where you've got to play two songs or three songs and then certain bits where the ads have to slot in. So you've got yeah. to kind of follow it a little bit. But okay. yeah, you get a bit of control. Great. What's the environment like to work in radio? We've obviously, during this podcast, we've been speaking to a lot of people who work outdoors and kind of build environment mm-hmm. and construction and things like that. But what, what's a radio environment like? It's good. I mean, it's it's quite relaxed. And I think because I've been doing it for so long, you don't often see that. But I, I left um, probably about six, seven years ago and went into an office-based role for a couple of years. I was mm-hmm. working in PR, um, which was great, but it's very different. Everybody turning up in a suit, working 9 to 5.30, yeah. whereas, you know, you're working in a radio station, people are there in their jeans or whatever. It's, it's quite a relaxed kind of atmosphere. Yeah. Everybody gets on really well. Oh, that's good. That's nice good. teamwork. Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what does your typical day look like then? When, you, when do you go into the offices to start well, your show? I get up, I watch Homes Under the Hammer, obviously, before I go, maybe a bit of good loose choice. women. And- <laughs> <laughs> Um, I tend to, because my show starts at four o'clock, um, I tend to leave the house maybe about lunchtime, mm-hmm. um, get in the back of one, two o'clock and just see what's happening. And that's me then on air from four till seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be in earlier if we've got any meetings or anything like that to, to go to. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty relaxed. Really, yeah, sounds like a great job. I mean, you get to stay in your bed unless you're doing yeah. a breakfast show, in which case you're up at four in the morning. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend that. Okay. <laughs> So, do you remember your first live show? I do actually remember my first yeah. show. It was the uh, it was the fourteenth of January, nineteen ninety five. Wow, and, uh, <laughs> amazing! And it was a weekend breakfast show up at uh, TFM in Dundee, mm-hmm. and that was my first kind of um, proper paid radio gig. And uh-huh. I had done hospital radio and things before that. Okay. Um, but yeah, my first on air gig was at Tay back in ninety five. And do you remember how you felt on that day when you got your first... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was so nervous. I mean, even the night before, I, I couldn't sleep at all. And, you know, walked in, your hands are shaking. Because with it being six in the morning, mm-hmm. there was basically only me in the building at that point. So you were, you were kind of going in. The, the overnight show was coming from, uh, from Clyde in Glasgow. Right. So there was just you. And you're thinking, something goes wrong here. I don't know what I'm going to do. You, know? <laughs> you get everybody's number on the speed dial just in case. Um, and after that initial first link, the first time I spoke, after that I was okay. Mm-hmm. But just building up to that was yeah. horrendous. My gosh. Mm-hmm. So, is there like a kind of mix between obviously the, the planning and the, and the speaking and communicating and also the technical side? Do you have to do much of the technical? Yeah, you're doing all the technical, all the technical yourself, which I think is, is probably daunting when, when you first come in. And a, a lot of people who um, are coming and visit the station will see just all these buttons, all these faders, computer screens and think... Oh my God, you know, mm. but it is a bit like driving a car. Once you, you get used to the basics of it, you can go from one studio to another. They may be set up slightly differently, but okay. it is just like, you know, when you borrow somebody else's car or, or hire a car. Or okay. The same okay. principles, really. Good. So we've also heard that you're coming to our prize giving ceremony this year. I am. Yeah. I don't, can't believe you invited me back. <laughs> <laughs> Third year on a row. Um, so are you looking forward to it? I am, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, a really, really good occasion. It's, it's so nice to, uh, to meet all the students and all the staff here as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's just great to see so many people who have achieved something over the last year or a few years or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's quite a positive kind of, you know, it's a positive yeah. experience. You look at it, you say, there's the future, you know. Yeah. They're going to steal my job one day and all that <laughs> stuff. But yeah, it's really good. It's no, a good, good, good occasion. Do you, do you get quite a lot of other opportunities like that to, out with the kind of broadcasting and presenting sites? Yeah, there's a few things. I mean, there, there'll be um, events that will be organised by 4th, mm-hmm. um, which you will go to and do. Um, I'm thinking maybe Cash for Kids. They, yeah. they do a lot of stuff which you get involved in. But I also get involved with the Edinburgh Dog and Cat Home. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a bit of a bit of stuff with them. So 
I'll maybe be hosting, I did a couple of weeks ago, did a, a pub quiz for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got things like a dog walk and they have their open day, so I'll, I'll go and help out with them as well. So, yeah, it's, it's a good opportunity to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I can't kind of deny that I'm more nervous doing that than I am sitting in a studio. Oh, really? Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, you're sitting in the studio, you're just in there in a padded cell for four hours or whatever, and you don't really see very many people, whereas... You're there on a stage yeah. and everybody sees you and it's, it's a different experience. But yeah, it's I can imagine. So what would you say the most challenging thing is about bringing a radio broadcaster? I think I, I think the most challenging thing is probably just kind of keeping yourself relevant, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think when music, music's obviously changing and fourth one is a radio station that's playing mostly the chart and maybe going back, what, 10 years or something like that. So you've mm-hmm. got to kind of keep on top of, of what's going on there. Um, so yeah, that that's that. You've got to kind of make sure you know what's happening in the music. You've got to make sure you know what's happening in the world. So mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a, a news junkie as well from that respect. Okay. And that's about it. You know, the, the other challenges I suppose are trying to sound lively, even if you're going in, you've maybe, maybe had a bad day or a okay. hangover as I call it. And then <laughs> and you're going in and you've got to try to sound lively. But um, yeah, it, it becomes kind of second nature, I think. You okay, know? the more and more experience yeah, you, you get. Yeah, get, <laughs> get used to that hangover. So what would you say the most rewarding thing is about being a radio broadcaster? You kind of sold the role already. The most rewarding thing, I think, is when you get feedback from people. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be good or bad, I mean, you you know, with social media the way it is now, um, you will get a lot of negative from people. Yeah. Um, but the, the flip side of that is you, you get positive kind of comments as well or people who... Um, enjoy listening to your show or you know invite you to an event or that kind of thing so yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's good yeah it's, it's quite important that I suppose for our students knowing that social media is such a big part mm. of of um, most jobs now actually yeah you've got to be thick-skinned in it as well you know because mm-hmm. people people love to point out your mistakes that you've made yeah. or, or bring you down if they can and, and you know it's just part of the job now you know? yeah great so would you ever consider going into any other forms of media like tv or anything or is radio your bag i, I like radio i mean I, I don't know about tv i think um i don't do you know what i i think it's i've got a face for radio right and i think <laughs> <laughs> i think telly's no, a different all. kind of thing you know if, if you can go into a radio studio and you might be a little bit shy or you know yeah, a wee bit embarrassed or whatever that's fine nobody sees you whereas you go in front of a telly screen and it's just oh, everybody can see warts and all and yeah like, nah, different environment. I don't know yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so do you think the radio industry is changing and where do you kind of see it going in the next five years or so I mean it, it, it is changing and it's, it's changing quite rapidly um, I think you know when, when I first started we had I guess we had we had more radio stations, um, mm-hmm. but we had fewer big radio stations, if you like. So the radio stations were, were more local. Okay. Um, now you've got your big regionals or whatever. And, um, you know, the Weird Bower Media, we've got 4th and Tay and Clyde and, and uh, other stations throughout the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, our competitors, Global, they've got Capital, they've got Heart, they've got Smooth. And, yeah. and they are doing a bit of consolidating at the moment. So... You know, they're bringing out a national breakfast show. Yeah. Um, they've already done it on Capital. The, the Heart one is coming soon as well. Mm-hmm. And I think Smooth is later in the year. So it's challenging from that point of view that, yeah, there are fewer presenter roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is changing all the time. But the good thing about it is I think we were all worried that the likes of Spotify and iTunes would uh, would kill off radio. Mm-hmm. Um, the audience figure suggests that it hasn't, which is good. Um, but I think they are. They're the challenge is that 
you know, your core audience, your 25 to 44s and your over 55s are still listening as much as they were. Mm-hmm. I think the challenge is now getting the younger people, the yeah. 15, 25s, um, to buy into it <clears throat> in the same way that the older crowd are. Um, and there is more challenges there because they're the people who will watch YouTube or listen to Spotify rather than listen to radio. Yeah. So it's, it is challenging. It is changing a bit. Um, but you know, touch wood, still here, and <laughs> and I think people still value, um, particularly in Scotland, people still value local radio. I think, yeah. um, particularly your Forths and Clydes because they've always been there and they'll, mm-hmm. they'll bring you the travel and the local news and things. So I think there's always mm-hmm. a place for it. It's an institution. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it goes back to that whole point you made earlier about being relevant. Mm-hmm. So how how can you be relevant to you know the sixteen year olds, but then yeah. also the kind of over fifties? Like how, it's such a <clears throat> Such a huge challenge. Yes, it's different. It's a kind of balancing well. act, yeah. yeah. So we've got fourth two as well, which obviously caters slightly older, mm-hmm. um, and, and fourth one, which we try and be. I, I suppose fourth one is more your kind of family listen, you know, yeah. your, your kind of parents, kids in the car, teenagers, or whatever. Yeah. Um, fourth two is probably slightly older than that. Mm-hmm. Great. So we've got quite a few, uh, quite a few, quite a lot of students um, studying radio broadcasting at Edinburgh College. So what would you say some of the characteristics are that you need to have to get into that industry? I think you've got to be flexible. I mean, I've kind of moved about the country most of my career. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are people who will, will stay at one radio station and they'll grow with that radio station. But mm-hmm. I think you've got to be ready to, to see the next challenge, to see the next move and be prepared to move to it um, mm-hmm. if you can. You may have one or two shows at a radio station and something full-time comes up at the other side of the country. If you're able to move to that, then, you know, you, your career can, can go up the way a lot quicker. Okay. Um, so I think flexibility. Um, I think you've got to be persistent as well. I think especially getting in. Mm-hmm. Um, once you're in the industry, it's fine, but getting in the industry is still, still quite tricky. It always has been. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think you've just got to kind of persist and persist and persist. Okay. And knock doors and annoy people. Good advice. So what would what is the best piece of advice someone has given you for your career? Is there someone that kinda of had that defining moment and gave you that bit of advice? It's oh, a tricky one. Um I, I think it, it was weird because when I when I first started out, some of the, the older guys working in radio, they were, you know, very much of the just keep the head down, get on with it. You might not agree with it, but if, if the boss tells you you're doing something the wrong way and mm-hmm. you're gonna change, just just do it. And um I think that's the best advice when you're starting. I think once you've been in a few years, you can get a bit more mouthy. <laughs> Not yeah. that I would ever be. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, it's just work hard. Work mm-hmm. hard, really. I mean, it is the best job in the world. It, it, it is, when you're doing it, the easiest job in the world as well. Mm-hmm. But I think you, you do have to work hard at it. And, you know, with, with changes that happen to, to radio groups, um, and with changes that are happening within the radio station itself, maybe changes of management or whatever, you've just got to adapt to these and, mm-hmm. and just keep doing what you do. Be open to the change. And always keep the audience at the, the front of your mind as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great advice. So now moving on to the, <clears throat> the section of the podcast where we've got some students that have asked you some questions. Oh, oh. So you're in the hot seat. <laughs> um, so this is our radio and sound production students. So first question is, um, how did it feel going back to fourth after almost 17 years away? Was it really out? 17? It yeah, we worked was, out. Was years <laughs> um, it was strange because um, I had, uh, I'd been working up at Northside, I'd been at Tay, I'd been kind of back in Scotland for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Forth was always, it was a station I grew up listening to and it was always, always felt like home. Uh, so going in, it, it was actually quite strange because 
there was a lot of new faces, obviously, from, from over the years, but there was still one or two people that had always been there. You know, mm-hmm. like Kathy, okay. who was our managing director, was still there. Um, she recently recently retired. Um, Maureen on reception, she's been there, like, forever. Wow. Um, and a couple of people in news and sales who, who had known from before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it did, it felt, it felt weird going back. Uh, but once I was back in there, it felt like I was I was back home. So it was oh, good. lovely feeling! Yeah. yeah, I guess it's like going away for a couple of years and then going back to your parents' house for Christmas dinner. Yeah, yeah. always feels familiar. <laughs> it feels familiar. <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, who has been the best person you've ever interviewed? Ooh, um, do you know what? It's, it's weird because. I, I, it's easier to see who the worst people are. Okay, go, go for that then. <laughs> oh, I, I remember an interview in um, Westlife years ago. They were terrible, but it was just... Okay. It, they were only terrible because I think they were they were fairly new to it and there was like, I don't know, was there six of them? I can't even remember. Yeah. Uh, there was loads of them and they're all like talking over each other and having a carry on and, and you're trying to kind of keep focus with the interview. It's just, it, it just became a free-for-all. Yeah. Um, Needed training. <laughs> a, a little bit. But um, I think... In terms of celebrities that I've interviewed, actually, Sophie Ellis Bexter was lovely. Mm-hmm. And Ollie Murs, um, he was really good as well. He's just like Great. up for a laugh. So he, he's good. He, yeah. he kind of gets it. So, Brilliant. Yeah, they're probably the best. Great. Love the name dropping. Did you like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever said or did something embarrassing live on air? I've got radio station name wrong a couple of times, oh, okay. uh, which is good. <laughs> good start. Um, I've done that. I think... Um, I've probably, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I have slept in a few times for breakfast shows, and that's probably quite embarrassing. <laughs> um, very embarrassing. Yeah. In fact, when I was working at Tay, I was doing breakfast up there for a while, and um, I slept in one day, and the boss was like, right, okay, you know, these things happen, don't let it happen again. Mm-hmm. Next day, I did it again. Oh, no. And I have no idea why. It was like two in a row, and I just thought, I'm going to get sacked. And there, <laughs> there's no worse feeling than driving into work, hearing somebody else doing your show because you've slept in. So that's probably quite embarrassing. Wow. Um, do you still get nervous being live on air? Um, I don't get nervous when I'm on. I, I sometimes still get a little bit nervous before I go on for some reason. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't used to, like for the last, I don't know, since I came back to fourth, I felt it. But I don't know whether you become a little bit more self-aware as you get older. You okay. know? I think when I was 23 or whatever, I, I would never have any nerves about anything. But mm-hmm. um, now that I'm... 26. Uh, <laughs> um, you, you do sometimes, yeah. yeah. I think it depends on the situation. If you're doing your own show in your own studio, um, not so much. But if you were doing the show live from somewhere or okay. you're maybe presenting at the Fourth Awards or something like that, then yeah, you, then yeah definitely. It's not the norm, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you've obviously you've kind of gone through your experience and worked at several stations across the country. Do they, do they have different ways of working? I mean, usually within, within certain groups, they'll work very similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the likes of, you know, from Tay to Forth isn't a huge difference. Although okay. you have fewer people at Tay, so you're maybe doing a little bit more. Right, okay. Um, but um, I worked down in London for a while. It was a, a digital-only station back mm-hmm. when nobody really had digital. It was one of the first ones. Okay. Um, and it, it was very different. You know, it was, it, you're kind of sitting there more or less programming a computer all day, which which felt alien to me. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was, that was kind of different. But I think for the most part... Um, I know certainly the, the stations within the group that I work for now mm-hmm. um, are pretty similar. We've all got the same objectives and we're playing the same tunes and we're kind of aiming for the same type of audience. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not hugely different. That's great. Yeah. 
Here's a really interesting one. What do you do when the music's playing? <laughs> this is a weird one because actually it's a really difficult one to, to answer because I don't actually know. And I'm, I'm thinking about it now. What do I actually do when the music's playing? <laughs> it, it used to be, um, before everything was on playout systems mm-hmm. um, on the computer, it used to be that during a song you were queuing up your next song or you okay. were getting your ad break ready or whatever. Now it's all in front of you and you're mm-hmm. just really hitting start buttons. Um, so I, I guess you're you're checking to see if there's any text or any social media coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, you're maybe you maybe got a chat with your travel presenter to find out if there's anything major happening that you you maybe want to mention. Okay. Um, and yeah, basically just a, a bit of that, just thinking about what you're going to do next. Yeah. I guess is the, the main one. Yeah. Good. And what would be your best piece of advice to give our broadcasting students looking to break into the industry in the next few years? I think um, I think it's still a, a vibrant industry. We, we, we talked earlier that it is a changing industry, but then what industry isn't? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you look at everything from retail to uh, to government, whatever. Everything's changing all the time. Mm-hmm. But I would say persist with it. Um, get yourself known at a radio station if you can. If you can do any kind of work placements or maybe help out with. Um, with events, you know, with a okay. street team, um, and right, just kind of yeah. get your foot in the door, get to know people, and then the, the opportunities are kind of handed to you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep working hard, and just keep, you know, if if you're if it's an on air role you're looking for, um, keep up to date recordings of yourself and keep sending them in mm-hmm. um, to content controllers because, you know, I mentioned earlier that there there's probably fewer presenting opportunities. But with that means there are fewer people to cover the presenters who are already there. Ah, so if Boogie goes off, I usually cover his show. Yeah. If I go off, um, we might get somebody from another radio station, from Tay or whatever, and then somebody's got to cover their show. So you're kind of moving people about all the time. Yeah. Because there isn't this big pool of presenters that there, mm-hmm. there once was. So, um, so yeah, still opportunities. Just get your face in there and uh, mm-hmm. be prepared to kind of be flexible as well. You know? If they ask you to do something, just... Just go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Be determined. We're on to our final question. Um, and this is a big one. So um, where do you see your career in five years' time? Ooh. Um, <laughs> well, Crystal. hopefully. I know that's a difficult mm-hmm. one, isn't it? Hopefully still being at fourth mm-hmm. um, and, and still doing what I'm doing, whether that be on fourth one or fourth two. I still like to be at fourth doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably, if, if there was something that I really want to do that I haven't, got yet mm-hmm. um, I'd quite like a show on the network so I'd quite like to do a wee network show kind of across Scotland which would be quite nice okay. whether that happens or not I don't know wow. depends who's listening to this you never yeah. know <laughs> we'll try and get it out there <laughs> well thank you so much for joining Thanks us for Mickey it's been an absolute pleasure and if you're interested in getting into radio broadcasting yourself you can check out our courses on the Edinburgh College website so this is the final episode of the podcast for the year. Can you believe it? Uh, we've covered so many interesting industries, including teaching, beauty, architecture, radio and engineering. And now we're taking a break for the summer holidays. A huge thanks to all our guests so far and for the hardworking team behind the scenes of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the new term. <laughs>